I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Oi, the boys and girls on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes the tales can get quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty. It's time to get this body started With Danny, Jimmy, Gregor, Andy, Jimmy, JC All we know and all we talk about is booty, booty It's time to get this body started tonight You're listening to This Just In on Footy Prime Your almost daily footy fix Mean sea level <laughs> MSL <laughs> That's right so, Or so Marty St. Louis Yeah, the Footy Prime administrator made a spelling error the pedants came out pretty hard last night. <laughs> I mean, come on. I love that league. The old MSL. It's the best league. It's been, been great for development across North America. The M- MSL. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one job. One you got one job. What job is that? That's not me. <laughs> that, was, that was the ubiquitous footy prime administrator. See, I bet you could spell ubiquitous. I bet I could. Just you can't spell MLS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny. It was funny. That person hey, we, can't. That that nameless yeah, person can't. I don't know who that mm-hmm. is. Yes, whoever that might be. Hey, we're doing this Monday morning. How do you feel compared to uh, last Sunday at three p.m.? <laughs> More uh, energetic. <laughs> mm, definitely, definitely. We're all here. It's a full house. Even Craig from Vancouver, where it's really early. Thanks for joining us, Craig. Thanks, Craig. 5 a.m. That's all right. I, I decided I'd get up early and <laughs> and uh, decorate my Christmas tree. Might be that your I felt jealous into we had a Christmas tree. So very slow. It's nice. I like that. Can you get Craig one, two, three, four, five? Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> God, can you, can you jump out and jump back Shit. in? You were perfect. Like the pre, the pre-show chat, you were like perfect, and now you're like about three seconds behind. Of course, I was. <laughs> so jump out, jump back in, and we'll be mid-conversation. We're over the old MLS MSL thing, I think. Should we start with the prem? Sure. sure. 
Yeah, exciting. actually, let's start with what game will we start with? Hmm, let me think. Chelsea 4, City 4. Wow. Woo. What a match. So fun. What a match. It was so much fun, wasn't it, for the old it was neutral, so as they say? Fun. Yeah. I think we were all watching it too, no? Except Jimmy, maybe. No, I watched it. Did you? <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. You, you weren't commenting on it. No, no, I, I didn't think it. All right. He was Never commenting on the Dubs' indignation at that penalty call. Oh. She got so angry. I don't know why. You're furious. I was not furious. Because we were on the same side. We agreed it was a penalty. I happened to use the term questionable, and you went off. You happened to use the term questionable, which is like laying it plain for everybody to see how you feel about said call. But it was questionable because there were questions about it. People were arguing I mean, back and forth. That is not what questionable means to me. You what? sort of corrected that after the fact, that questions would be asked of said call. But to me, if somebody calls something questionable, it means that there's doubt about whether or not the call is the right one. That's but surely true. by questioning whether it was right, which was happening across the social media world and in the studio, that makes it questionable. That's fair as well. Oh my God, <laughs> shut up, Jimmy. <laughs> 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 but can I ask? Okay, so I'm gonna lay that. Did you see the? Did you see the call, Jimmy? Yes. Okay, so Holland puts his arm out and grabs the other. Cucurella. Sorry, I'm sorry, Dan. Can you say that again? Would you like to buy a vowel? I went to that musical festival once. Yeah, Okay, excuse me. I forgot. Forgot his name. Cucurella. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Okay. We'll so he grabs him first, pushes him off. Yeah. And Cucarella kind of grabs onto him at the same time while he's pushing him off and holds on a little. Now, I'm just saying, had Holland not initiated the hold in the first place, then that is quite questionable of a call. That's what I was thinking. I'm 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 lining up behind Sharps. Because right. because he initiated the the what was going to be the called horse a play. <laughs> yeah, he initiated it. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets he gets the benefit of the fall down, which I kind of find. No, listen. My analogy is if you're somebody starts something on the pitch, the ref's not going to see who starts it. The ref's going to see the retaliation. Yeah, but it went you to have VAR. To know where you are. But it went to VAR. That's what if. Then they get to see the whole sequence. That's. But the different. rule isn't who started it and were they both shirt tugging? Because the answer is yes. But as the defender, you're on the edge of your six. You have to recognize that if Holland's going to go, he's going to that first post, he gets a half step on. You got to let go of the shirt. That's on that's on the defender. That to me, was, that aspect, I agree with you. Yes, there was shithousery prior to. But they're looking at when Holland fell down. And then the other argument is, was he in a position to actually get to that ball? I think that's the issue, I think. That, to me, is something that's up for debate more than up was there debate. shirt pulling before. Debate, as in <laughs> no, not questionable. That, that's the same thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, it is. it's not semantics. No, if you're going to look at the call, I'm saying, then that's the aspect. Football, <laughs> which is what they did. That they is perhaps the that you focus on. That's what you focus on more so than 
was there shirt tugging prior to that moment? Dubs is going to die on this hill, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, I this will. is her hill this time. <laughs> yeah. Wait, does, does and then, say what you said later on in the in the game. Because you you expected the the referee to come back and to and to give one back, did you not? Are you no? You based on the way the game was going, where it was goal equalizer, goal equalizer, like was it was thrilling. It was great football, as you said for for the neutral or anybody watching. But as soon as City went up four three, you were like, "There we go, the penalty." It means so much. It wasn't me. I don't think that was me. Wasn't it? No, I think it was. No, it wasn't me, I'm pretty sure. But yeah. we can debate about that later. Dubs has another WhatsApp string that she gets to be rated all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's did anyone her. okay, did anyone not think it was a penalty? No. <laughs> JC didn't know. think it was a penalty. I don't know. Just can you explain? Yeah, no, I, I didn't actually see it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I agree. I, I kind of agree on both on all fronts, but also I disagree wholeheartedly as well. So mm-hmm. you know. Well, that's what debate's all about. That's it. So we we all agree it was a penalty, right? So but penalty. We are prepared to debate it. Hence, it is questionable, right, Craig? <laughs> it's not clear and obvious, right? So therefore, it is dubs. <laughs> it is questionable. <laughs> I think it's I think it is clear and obvious. What's not what's not clear and obvious about it, Forrest? Well, just meaning that it's it's not nothing that VAR is going to touch because it's not a clear and obvious mistake by the referee, no matter how you look at it. Uh, becomes questionable then, doesn't it? It does a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just playing with you. What a shitty way to start the week. <laughs> Wait, did, did everyone feel like it was a good call or was it a soft pen? Oh, now, now we get the soft pen. Uh, uh, the right call can still be a soft pen. It can. Mm-hmm. It was right. soft. It was soft, right? Or it could be harsh. You keep saying soft. <laughs> well, especially with pen. There's so many yeah. meanings where you go here. You've got the soft it's... pen, you've got the harsh pen. Yeah. Mm. But they could both be correct. Right. This is a beauty of football, isn't it? <laughs> All these great. What does Jimmy areas. think? Jimmy plays. Jimmy played defense. Or, well, sorry. He pretended. You played, to. <laughs> you played in the box there. Defense. What, what, what did you think? Defense. Yes. What did you think? I want to get your. That's why I asked you. I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. Look, I mean, a lot of the times when you see penalties and you go, "Yeah, that, that's a that's a soft call," but it's still a foul. Right, maybe it's just the action of the players, or maybe they they're a bit dramatic in the way that they fall and they make a meal of a situation. But at the end of the day, it's still a foul. Rather, whether it's hard or soft, it's still a foul. And that one, yeah, we're sure it was a little bit. It's a soft foul, but it's, at the end of the day, you can't grab and hold on in the box. You got to let the individual go. Or it's up to you as a defender to move your feet and get in front of the the individual so you don't cause a foul. So we're all in agreement, basically. This, this, as I find this argument so funny, and how you know Dubs lost her shit yesterday. Oh, fuck um, times, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Because we're all in complete agreement it was a penalty, but that wasn't good enough for Dubs. No, no, no. Someone used a word you didn't agree with. Questionable. Oh, but I think we've proven that it was questionable, but it was a right call. And the point was, Anthony Taylor was being hammered on social media, mainly by Chelsea fans. In fairness. <laughs> And that was kind of my point that that all the the fallout from this, of which there'll be plenty all week long, 
he'll be just destroyed, thrown under the proverbial bus, mm-hmm. is is unfair because, albeit questionable, it was the right call. That was all I was saying. Yeah. Or you could just be like deserving and saying you hate 80%, 80% of referees. It's like, love wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a brilliant quote, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like 80% of English referees. That isn't a new opinion. I don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he went on to say, to like double down on it, but really missing a whole lot of logic, saying, well, they he got the call right, but I still don't like it. <laughs> Sound familiar, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, back to the City game, though, Craig. I mean, this was it was some game. And, and Cole Palmer, this kid who came from Man City to Chelsea and to step up, he looks so cool. I think it was Jamie Carragher called him, like, arrogant in the best way possible because he, he, he just looked – there was no way he was going to miss that penalty. And throughout the entire game, the storyline was he's ex-Man City. They sold him. He's made a name for himself at Chelsea, and he was brilliant throughout that match. Yeah, good for him as well. And and I think you know Pochettino's you know, slowly grabbing a hold of this this team. They certainly look a lot a uh, lot more confident than they have done in the past. And he knew it was going to turn around at some point. But um, yeah, some of the performances were really really good. And you got to put that down to as well as turning that around to Pochettino and. And uh, the little fighting spirit that they're showing and scoring some freaking goals. So he did apologize uh, for not shaking Pep's hand post match and for his tirade at the referee post match as well. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't happy, of course. Um, but yeah, I thought it was just a, a brilliant match. Harlan's goal, obviously the penalty, then scoring with his with it his right bollock, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> was well, I, I was thinking there because normally your left bollock hangs lower than your right one, doesn't it? Hmm. I wouldn't know. That's just a general rule. Does that not depend yeah. on? No, everybody's on your got posture, you have, or your... you have one bollock that hangs lower than the other. But is it always lefty? Pretty sure it's a left. Hold on, let me check. Maybe because maybe because Jimmy's <laughs> a lefty. The left one. I feel right. longer. Oh my gosh! What are you doing? Where did you get that I'm checking. I'm, I'm you were check- checking aggressively. Yeah, well. So I was thinking when that ball came across, I think his left ball hit it. Hmm. It was oh left, was it? Is, is, so is that why I've got a callus on the inside of my left knee? <laughs> I always wondered why it was there, that callus. Now I know. <laughs> so, well, I, I thought it, it was. That's so gross. I thought it was creative. <laughs> that, that also means like your 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 left bollock touches the toilet water when you. When oh you yeah, sit on the toilet. Not for long though. Whoop! Back it goes. <laughs> it's cold that water. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you ever score a goal, Jimmy, with your bollock? No, I've never scored a goal in my bollock. No, Dubs. I've taken a few balls in my bollock, but never. Ooh, that's not that good. doesn't feel good. Is it one that stands out? One that really just caught you right flush? Oh, I've had a couple of times. You just feel sick. Mm. There was that Vag goal in the Women's World Cup. Remember that one, Dubs? Mm-hmm. I sure do. Because we yeah. uh, we talked about it. Yeah, yeah really. going back going back to Holland that's though, surprising. I don't. I didn't think that it tainted the quality of his finish though. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, she's been workshopping that, that one for a while. Yeah. So a I wanted to make sure to get it in. No, I've scored. I've scored. I talked about this in one of the first broadcast episodes. Scored with my ass, 
like mm-hmm. on a block clearance and it went straight in. Also scored with my box in the box. <laughs> Gotta get anything, <laughs> anything on the ball. I think it's probably like crashing right the net the on a corner. Well, what is it? What are they yep. hanging down or something? What? <laughs> <laughs> it hits you like in the pelvic area. There's nothing Any hanging boob down. You scored a boob goal? <laughs> it's more of a, uh, yeah, chest goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would hurt. Craig, Craig, any saves you can think of that right was spot. you ever made a, a cock save? <laughs> a cup save? Never a cock. Save. Oh, a cock save. Oh fuck, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You take one on the I, you take one on the helmet, flush on the helmet with no balls involved. It hurts. It hurts oh, almost yeah. as much as getting in the nuts. It's, it's, yeah. You can't pee for three days. Mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> and you gotta stay up too, right? You got you can't like drop to the ground if the ball's still alive. Well, yeah, that's true. You try to, but if you if you take one flush, you're you're not chances are you're not moving very far. <laughs> but there's a delay, right? When you get it right in the nets, there's that delay of a few oh, seconds. Yeah. But you know yeah. the pain's in the mail. So when you're a goalkeeper <laughs> and you take it flush, you you can probably get back in position, but you know that the pain's coming at some point. Yeah. So I used to tuck them up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> can, can we just clarify though? When you say take it flush, are you talking about like getting it right in the balls, or like you're getting it right in the helmet? Like, oh, and okay. what's worse, and is it a different feeling? Yeah. I, I would, I would say that the balls flushing the balls, you know, good all the meat, meat and two veg is like, yeah, you know, it's but. If you do get one and yeah. it doesn't actually get your balls and just hits your helmet, that that's a really painful one too. Stings. Yeah, it's di- but the totally balls but the balls make you feel sick. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that one goes up in your guts. Oh, mm-hmm. it's a terrible yeah. feeling. It's an aching. It's a long aching pain, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's a hit in the boob. It's really sore. Yeah, like where does yeah. the pain go? Is it like as ours is in the, it goes to the stomach? Where does yours go? Just stays in the same area? Yeah, it just stays in the same area. I don't know how I would describe it. It's like it's really sharp, but at the same time, a really dull kind of lingering pain as well. Like it's it's the worst. Is it's, it's yeah. yeah, it's really really sore. Huh. Yeah, I would say though, and I I don't know, but probably that that feeling that you guys are talking about when you get hit in the balls and you feel it like deep in your abdomen, that's probably like regular menstrual cramps for a woman. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Once a month, it's just is what like, we get on the regular. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. No, we all, oh. we all suffer that. Don't we, we even talk about childbirth. Ooh, spread your <laughs> yeah. legs and just kick yourself, and then get kicked in the nuts as hard as you can. Over and over and over again. (laughs) Once a month. (laughs) Jesus. So is this topic done with? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know where to go from here. No, I I think we covered it pretty well. Um, Any any teammates ever miss time through like a a contusion, a ball contusion? Can think of. Must happen. What do you mean? Well, Uh, like you get. Any any players miss a game or miss time because of the severity of the strike to their nether regions? Oh no, a ball bruise or so. a no, 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 no. I have never no. It 
Never heard of that. I mean, yeah, unless there's you get a, a boot or a stud or something like that where there was a goalkeeper had his scrotum ripped apart and I can't remember who it was. I should wait do some. Yeah, Wade Shelford. I think we discussed this before, right? The New he was out for back. he was out for a long time. Oh no, Buck Shelford or Wade Shelford, he 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 kept playing, he got it stitched up at halftime. He was having a halftime shower and his teammate saw his his ball That's dangling a rugby out guy, of his, right? Yeah, rugby, yeah. Dangling yeah. out of his sack. Because he got on a ruck, he got his sack um cut, sliced, and didn't realize. And then he's in the shower having a halftime shower. And his teammate goes, Buck, and his ball is hanging out of the sack. So the oh, trainer comes in, my God. puts it back in, and then just stitches it up. His friend did that for him? Enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were up. Your, your ball's hanging out. Let me hold yeah. that for you. But it's 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 up. <laughs> Let me get a That's ball like clip. That's the height of intimacy, I think, probably for, for men's yeah, There's sport. a couple things on that. Number one, there's, there's no way that he didn't know. It, and number two, his ball isn't hanging out of his sock, and he's going back to play. Look it up. Oh, JC, I don't care it what I like. Just, it just doesn't happen. <laughs> it just Buck doesn't Shelford. happen. Buck and he's in the shower at halftime. What's he doing in the shower at halftime? Nobody has a shower at halftime. Rugby and his ball's do. hanging out. He doesn't know it. Forrest is calling your story question. I tell you, it, it is legend in rugby. Yeah, uh, it sounds like it is. <laughs> it's a true story jc will find that and he, and then you can apologize to me and buck buck's balls well, the goalkeeper was out for over a year with his so a year really that now this well. not buck can... buck was back out there oh he was back he didn't <laughs> even know was out. Shower, he was good to yeah. go holy yeah. shit look at my balls hanging out of my sock i can't believe it i gotta play the second half somehow i've told the story before and he didn't call me out on it now you're calling me out on it yeah maybe that's where that expression he going balls out comes from it's old buck <laughs> Ball, balls, balls out, out balls deep balls to the wall yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah now you, you can have a torsion right yeah, that's when they get tangled up. Oh. That's right. I had a buddy that that happened like at Sportsnet. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. He had to go race to the hospital. Yeah, cut off their blood supply. You can lose them. Yeah, it's not not good. pleasant. Not a good. Yeah, it's like those um, those balls. You know the the metal ones. Yeah. That... You go like yeah. <laughs> tangled up that <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know the office. The office uh, on your desk. You get those. Mm hmm. Right. If you twist those, think about that. The gravity balls. The gravity balls. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what yeah. they're called? I cut, that's what we're calling JC, them. JC, just we. What do you have? What do you found? This this just in. Update. Update. Um, so this happened uh twenty minutes into a game. Uh he got caught in a ruck. He lost four teeth and sustained a large tear uh in his scrotum by a French boot. Uh we've all been there. Incredibly. Uh, he had his injury stitched up at the sideline, so this was he was aware of this. He went off onto the side and got it stitched. This was not in the in the shower or in the in the no. dressing room. This was on the on the pitch, and he stayed in and played. Wasn't hanging out, I guess. <laughs> so, oh, it was no. They they had to go and search for it, and then when they found it, <laughs> so, but he stayed and played until deep into the second half when a knock to the head. Left him concussed and unable to play. So four, oh. four teeth and a bollock, and then he gets a hit on the head. And this he goes up because he's got a concussion. What this a soft a legend. Oh, how soft is he? 
when yeah. you're not forgetting that. But you'll suffer yeah. a while. Shake it off. Soft as that fell in a box. <laughs> so perhaps the story would have been embellished over the years about the shower mm-hmm. addition to the story, but still pretty crazy though, right? Good the goalkeeper, JC. Okay. Do you need a special needle for that? If you're, you know, you probably have your standard needle for 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 sewing up, oh. you know, wounds for stitches. You probably need like a it's knitting needle something. to do that, right? Like it's, no, I, I got it's a my different vas- kind of skin uh, that you're doing. I got a vasectomy. <laughs> I got a vasectomy, and they left. How do you know? They left. <laughs> I got a vasectomy and they left the scrotum <laughs> unstitched and you it heals really easily. So oh. I could see inside my like I was sitting on pee. <laughs> inside your soul. Inside my <laughs> yes, inside my soul. And you could see that it was about a uh, about a centimeter long slit that uh that remained unstitched and it healed uh probably in about three days. And now I can't produce children. Just one centimeter. That was a yep. stitch. Is that average yeah. or is that just you? Oh, no, that's that's extra large, actually, they said. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's some sack you got there, Wunger. Full of all these hate mails. Yes. <laughs> Your expansive mail sack. Pugs, wizards, living in my ball, ball sack. Right. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. God. Horrible. Jesus Christ. All right, we've got to move on because that's quite enough. Yes, um, that's please. 20 that minutes of talking about <laughs> I know. Um, so Pep said, before the match, he was explaining why he chose Jeremy Doku over Jack Grealish. And he said he, he decided when he woke up that morning, yeah, I'll put Jeremy in. Do you believe him, Jimmy? I mean, don't usually you have to give the players a bit of time, right, to prep. Did you ever have a scenario as a coach or as a player where you found out the morning of the match that you were starting outside of injury yeah not very often i think once once or twice maybe that's happened where they actually give you the the lineup on the day but i used to hate it i hated it and even when i when i coached i would always tell the players the night before because i'd like to get mentally prepared and because if you don't know you're playing or not you don't focus the same as what you do if you know that you've got to play the next day so for me, for him to, to do that, I don't like it. Players don't normally tend to like that as well. Um, but it's a weird one if you're waking up in the morning going, oh, I'm going to go with this guy. And it's, it seems dubstep. I don't, I don't get it. Pep's so meticulous in his planning. Yeah. It seems a little bit odd that he would just go with the old heart, the old gut in the morning. Yeah, I agree. And I agree with Jimmy as well. I think that he's probably, they, they probably have um, a, a ritual in, in terms of how the coaching staff approaches it, but then also to make sure the players are are well prepared and they're doing their due diligence to make sure that they're ready to go. So for him to say that it's on a whim, that he's going with a feeling or a gut feeling and he's waking up and he's thinking, oh, Doku over, over Grealish, I don't, I don't buy it for a second. Although... That said, because, you know, if you think about micromanagers, I mean, he's right up there and controlling every single detail that he can. He does strike me as a guy who might be swayed by this woo-woo stuff on occasion. You know, like the where Saturn is in, in relative to the moon or, you know, is it a moon, new moon? Like, I, I think that I, and I don't know. <laughs> I'm just speculating. But I think there's a part of me that thinks he, he might just do stuff like that because he has a feeling but that's like 5% of the overarching approach. 
who was that French guy, Craig? There's a French manager, wasn't it? Dominic, Dominic, and he used astrology in in the selection, and it got out. He looked, I think it was Raymond Dominic, was it not? Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. There's been some strange managers. Hoddle wasn't into quite that, but close, something like that. No, yeah. he was into uh, faith healing. Eileen Drury, her name was Eileen right. oh. Drury. That's right. He was well nuts. Yeah. And and then in the end, of course, he got fired because he was publicly said that he thinks disabled people are being punished for sins of the past. England manager. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, Glenn. Awesome. Keep the keep the trap shut. You're on to a good thing here. You're not winning over your players with that kind of approach, I can tell you. Because players no. can understand when it's laid out in front. You know, this is column A and column B, and this is why player A is being selected over you, player B. Because, you know, the tactical formation, what we're trying to do today, this is our particular approach or, you know, training. This is what this player has been doing versus what you've been doing. You need to work on X, Y, Z. That is something that you can hear, and it might be tough to hear, but it's easy to, to sort of swallow. It's easy to accept because it's there plainly in front of you. But the player just let, or the coach is like, well... A gut feeling. I just think, you know, that this is this player is gonna gonna perform better than you today. It's it's that's where you lose players. So that's yeah, why dude. it would surprise me if that was something Pep did. I, I, I agree with that. All that fluff that drives me nuts. All that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. If I had a manager that was saying, "Oh, you know, I've got I have a gut feeling," or I had a dream last night, or yeah, fucking Orion's belt was facing east, and you're not starting. What a lot of <laughs> bullshit. I wouldn't be able to take it. Yeah, but not if, you're right, though, if you turn around and say, listen, he's better than you at the moment. He's performing better just through training, week in and week out. He's starting over you. Okay, I can accept that. But don't give me all the fluff. Fuck, I got no time for that. Maybe you're wrong, though. What if you're wrong? What if you're wrong? What do you mean? What if it is actually very <laughs> much never that considered coaches, that. <laughs> no. There's two sides. I mean, it's questionable, at least. <laughs> Perhaps there's something to it. I'm still thinking about Glenn Hoddle and what my parents did to make this. <laughs> like, how shitty were my parents that I'm walking around here doing all the horrible things I do? So Raymond Domenech, sorry, Raymond Domenech, um, yeah, it, it was him. He did was Craig, did you Did you ever, like, not know you were starting and just have to, like, someone just saying, hey, you're on today? Yeah, it happened on a few occasions. And I think, like, what the problem with that is, too, is, like, when Pep is a lot of his guys that are on rotation, is that if you know you're on a rotation and you're sort of being put on that, you, you have to use that because not only physically, but it's uh, taxing mentally. And if you don't know every day and you're trying you know, on a Friday night, if you know you're not starting, even though you're on the bench, it's a different thing. And you can actually relax a little bit as opposed I if you're on a Friday and you know, you're starting, I think you're, you've got yourself revved up. You're, that's all you're thinking about. You're preparing for a good 24 hours as you lead into the game. And it's, it is taxing over a period of time. And if you don't know you're starting from one to the next until you show up at the ground, it's, it's like, wow, Jesus Christ. Kicking one, guy, <laughs> one manager that I guarantee does not use astrology or any of that weird stuff is, is Ange Postacoglu. 
Ange is not a guy that's staring into his crystal ball in the morning saying, who should I pick this morning? I, I foresee a good game from uh, Hung Min Son. No, he knows exactly what he's doing. But his team lost to Wolves, two injury time goals on the weekend. And we've been asking the question for a while, Jimmy, about Big Ange and great start to the season, doing a lovely job. But when the injuries come, when the adversity comes, has Spurs got the the depth to, to you know, bunker in and succeed and, and they were doing well they were bunkering in but they lose in yeah. the end to Wolves 2-1 um, there are I would imagine some concerns of Spurs fans given given the state of the injury list right now and and what happened yeah it's a tough one it's a tough pill to swallow especially when you perform the way that you're doing you're winning you're up 1-0 and then concede two goals in the 90th minute and end up losing the match but, I mean, look, Spurs have got to be realistic as well. They they do have a good squad, but they're never going to have a squad like a Man City and, and other teams because they don't have the finances to spend and get those those players and have a huge roster. But where they are right now, I think they're, they're performing very, very well. They've got a good manager who seems to be very thorough and detailed. I like the way that they're playing. And um, I don't see why they... They, they won't be in the in a Champions League position or even going for a title come the end of the season. If they can remain healthy. I don't think they're not that good. They're not a top four team. They don't have the depth and I don't think they can sustain it. I don't know. I think I think they're gonna they're gonna have a good run here. They got a good manager. And they, they're yeah. playing for him. They're They'll finish for him. fifth or sixth. Now I don't think it's gonna be like a Leicester when Leicester won the league. And they didn't have a big squad either. They had just a, a group of people that, that worked hard for one another. And I can see Spurs. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's in the same kind of realm here. 5,000 5, to one shot. Yeah. <laughs> I saw an article that said of the 13 outfield players that were used in that game against Wolves, only one of those signings was... Um, you know, Postacoglu had his hand in. And obviously that makes sense. You know, he's, he's just with the club. But do you think that makes a difference? It's yes, the depth is at play, but for them to have continued success, if they're going to play this Ange ball, does he have the players to do it? Mm. He's doing an amazing job, though, considering they just, you know, you lose Harry Kane and you're, you know, he's absolutely ripping Germany apart right now. Uh, you wouldn't think that they'd be doing as well as they are. I mean, that's 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 quite something, really. But you think you they're guys, going to come crashing back down to earth? You think? Well, I, I don't think they're a top four team. Like, mm-hmm. are they are they better than Arsenal? No. They're better in the city? No. Chelsea, maybe. Um, Newcastle. 
if they stay healthy. Mm. Oh, so maybe they might finish in that fourth. Man United. Yeah, mentioned Villa, mm-hmm. though. Is Villa better than Spurs? Oh. At home, they are. <laughs> well, I mean, Uno you know, Emery has his hand in many players. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's an intimate perhaps, approach. And needs to get his hand involved more often in his squad with those peripheral players and get his hand right up there. And that will uh, give them more more self-belief and depth, I suppose. Um, but no, you're right, Villa. I mean, listen, Villa won again and they lost last week. They bounced back with a good performance. Looked great. Ollie Watkins scores a goal. It's, the, the table right now is brilliant. Newcastle lose to Bournemouth 2-0, right? Speaking of injuries, I mean, Newcastle's got, much like Spurs, you know, they're in that kind of, in the process of, of re inventing themselves they're further along than Spurs I think to a certain degree but they they had so many injuries a 17 year old kid made his debut Lewis Miley in in that Mm. one but they lose but the table right now I haven't got it in front of me and my computer is so slow but it's use my phone maybe it's an idea Um, that kid looks so young (laughs) yeah did he ever eh I know like he looked like he was what under 17 years of age (laughs) he did uh, where are we here? So the table, yeah. So City's point up on on Liverpool, twenty eight to twenty seven. Arsenal also on twenty seven. Spurs on twenty six. Villa on twenty five. Then there's a four point gap to, to United in sixth. Newcastle on twenty points in seventh, which is disappointing. Mm-hmm. But it's it's tight, isn't it? It's, it's a really good race right now. Too bad the international breaks here once again, kind of shitting all over the the momentum. Know, this league. Another one. It's too much. It's too much, isn't it? It is. <laughs> and international football doesn't really, like, a lot of it doesn't excite me. I used to be more excited about, like, Euro qualifying and World mm-hmm. Cup qualifying, but now everybody makes it. Yeah. Remember doing, like, the road to, to Rio and stuff, Craig? Yeah. Those qualifying. Look at, hey, holy smokes. Look at this. This is new. <laughs> What's happening? What is happening here? For those watching on, on uh, our various streams or... We <laughs> have a board up right no now. No one is. <laughs> That's just no, us. no one is. <laughs> so I guess he's talking. But we could uh, though. But we Craig could. and in. Is that the way you talk to Joe and Tony? You're like making separate. And we're like, for those of you watching at home, it's like doing a fake YouTube. No, no, but we could cut the onions a little bit. We could. This become this could be a promo part of it, right? And people are watching it. Couldn't it? Yeah. At some point, we'll be we'll be broadcasting video live, won't we? Well, no, point, we're talking yes. about this, and this yeah. is a nice little addition to our array yeah. of of mad skills, or should I say, je suis mad skills. <laughs> so, if if you didn't see that, which is all of you, we just had a, a, a standings <laughs> board popped up out of nowhere. I'm so excited by that. It's like I anyway. did not sign up for this Zoom call. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Liverpool beat Brentford three 0 Mo Salah dubs. Pretty good, isn't he? His 200th goal in English football. Had two for Chelsea, <laughs> 198 for Liverpool. Yeah, real casual too, that 200th goal, right? That one that, was it Simicast that just pulled it off the byline? It yeah, everyone kind of forgot. All the defenders kind of just stopped playing, it seemed, Yeah, right? I think they stopped playing and just calmly headed it, just past the keeper. Yep, that'll work. But I loved it. Well done by, by like Mosella. Two hundred million next year. You'll be selling them off, eh? Charms, hundred percent. Said that. We're gonna sell them. What in yeah. January? Yeah, not in January. No, in the about. summer. Summertime. Not January. No chance. 
Charms has no feelings. No, Just, you don't. Next. next. Dubs 200 million for a 32-year-old? Come on. But look at him. The way that they've changed that that front six, right? Or the, that that attacking, um, you know, the, the profiles of the players that came in. Like, it's still Mo Salah. It's still very much attacking by way of Mo Salah. He's still your talisman. Yep. So you get rid of him, even if you're going to get 200 million for him? Yep. <laughs> Not a moment's hesitation. No, you've got to remove the know. heart and the emotion from the equation. This is pure I business. can't. See, I'm unable to. Mm. And I, I think... Then you buy and bought by it for 100. Yeah. Can you buy who? Oh, yeah. Second best player in the world. There's <laughs> no <laughs> Alan. <laughs> you know, do it, don't you, Jimmy? I mean, listen, we've discussed this and gone back and forth and we'll keep doing it, I know, but... As as a, as a someone that's worked in the front office of a club, someone who's coached, Jimmy, thirty two years of age, two hundred million, but he's still brilliant. He's still your talisman. What do you do? Gone out. <laughs> <laughs> Take the money, and go build your squad. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. Do you not think, and I and I know you guys are just going to shoot this down. There's no point in me even saying it. But as ownership, do you think they owe anything to to the fans? Is there not a part of them that you know there is some heart, there is some sentiment in in that decision that they think no? They owe a winning team the next year. Yeah. They always just owe the winning team. That's what. And what's about. Mo known for is speed and his quickness, right? And mm-hmm. his that's going to gonna go pretty soon. It's a tremendous afro. afro, isn't it? Great afro. Yeah. He's, he's the most likable yeah. footballer, I think, in the league. It's beautiful. It looks soft, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Yeah. You could nuzzle it, couldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Like pillow. What did he let Suarez go for? Yeah, that's a good point. When he went to uh, Barcelona, what was that fee? I forget now, but that was an emotional one. Dubs, remember? That was tough. Yeah. Fernando Torres, same thing, went to mm-hmm. Chelsea. But the decline had begun with Torres, in fairness. And even Suarez, they, they sold him because of the age. And plus, he wanted to go to Barcelona. That's part of it as well. Yeah. It may and not be saved, a choice. And they saved on the dental bill. <laughs> <laughs> In the lawsuits. Yeah. <laughs> but it, might, it might be that Mo says to them, listen, now is the time for me to leave. Right? It might not be yeah. just one-way traffic here. And they're going to pay yeah. him an extortionate amount of money. And a guy that he knows... He on anybody for a long time. It could be. It has been a while, right? He's coming to into Miami, right? Ooh, you don't oh. want to be chewing any people in the States. No. No. Nope. More, bring more bite to that attack, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they need it. Yeah, they, they do. They need a defender. Yeah, so anyway, well, well, we'll discuss this as the summer approaches, but it won't be January. I mean, they can't. They're in a title race right now. And uh, plus, not to mention the Europa League despite losing to Toulouse. Mm. But if you're going to lose to a team, it may as well be Toulouse. <laughs> if you're going fine. to lose, it may as well be in France. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in, that, in that Liverpool game, so Matip gets that yellow card and the commentator I was watching um, says, uh, the refs don't know the game. They've never played. It's ridiculous. Is that something as former players used to bother you that referees, generally speaking, hadn't played at any level and, and did it affect their ability to do their job? Craig? No, I, I like I said before, I had never had an issue with a with a referee in the English leagues. Never. They made bad calls once in a while, but they they were generally really really good at managing games. 
CONCACAF, that was a completely different world. Yeah. <clears throat> completely different world. So you, you don't think referees should have played the game? I mean, why, why aren't there more former players, do you think, getting into refereeing? You think well, I mean, what do you, what do you call a former player? Somebody who played university or do you call somebody who No, played... no, pro. Say someone that retired late for whatever reason, early 30s, you can become a referee, right? Yeah, you could do if you wanted to. But you got to go through quite a long process. It's not easy. It's not just flipping a coin before the game. Like it's there's a lot goes into it. <laughs> Get your referee. Okay, let me ask you this then. So, if you're a teammate with someone who's who's getting towards the end of his career, and you you hear that he's taking his referee badges, how does that go down in the room? Well, well, generally the players take referee courses, and so they they have at least a, a bottom level uh, referee license of some sort. Coaches when do. you're in the, when you're in the youth team. Sorry, sorry, coaches do or players do? All the players do when you're in the youth team. Yeah, really? We had to take a, a referee's course, a basic one, yeah. I had no idea about that. That's that's smart. Makes a lot of sense. Explains why there's so much respect in the game, right? The laws of the game. <laughs> yeah. It actually makes me think there's a, a clip that came by. I don't know what league it was in, but there was an indirect free kick. And it went over the wall and the goalie could have just grabbed it very, very easily, but he kind of dodged out of the way and it went in and then he placed it on a six yard box because it's a goal kick. If it's indirect kick, it goes in, no one touches it. Yeah. And it was almost like he was flaunting his knowledge of the rules of the game. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> like, ah, you guys, I know, I know the rules. Yeah. But it's just, you saw the referee's game arm you're up. playing there. Yeah. Yeah. Were there like brown noses in your teams who, who, Flaunted that fact that they knew all the rules, all the laws of the game, and was yeah, that- Amy Walsh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, I was not that. <laughs> no, not really. No, no, no longer. No, <laughs> no. So, but I had no idea that, that youth level kids uh, are made to take refereeing courses. I think it's brilliant, brilliant idea. Yeah. Uh, Arsenal will beat Burnley 3-1, their 1,000th goal at the Emirates. Do you see that Zinchenko scissor kick? It wasn't quite to Canio, but it was pretty good. Oh, yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, he was like, yeah, the ball was like right in front of him, but it was very yeah. similar as far as the motion goes, but a little bit less skillful, I guess, I think it's called it. But nice finish, though. Looked great. It's a scissor kick. Like, Is that just something that you just dress up and it's, sometimes it works... Sometimes it does. And what's the advantage, Jimmy, of the scissor kick, really? You can just volley it, right? Well, well no. no. Not that particular <laughs> one. I think Decanio is dressing it up. He does not have to yeah. do that. Like he even said at the time, I don't like, I was just thought, okay, I'll just try this. But the timing is so difficult. I have a better chance of missing it completely. But where he was, he wanted to meet it at the highest point that he possibly could. That's why... Uh, his goal was different than Nicanio's from that standpoint. Because yeah. he's got to think, you know, if you're going to let that ball come down, Jimmy, you're coming through him, aren't you? Like in a split yeah. second. So he, he's aware of the defenders coming on fast and he's got to meet it at the highest point, And that's what he did. It was great. Yeah. But I know what you're and, saying, those terms. Like sometimes if that ball's coming over, you can maybe uh, you, you meet it on a, on a volley. Um, but I think if if that ball's coming and I'm just guiding it on net, I don't need much power. But one of the reasons why you go into a scissor is because you're going to get a lot of power behind it when you strike the ball. 
it's got to be one of the hardest things to do, right? In football? Uh, no, it's just timing. It's like anything. Just timing. <laughs> but yeah, like we... Know. Like we all mess around in training and everybody's doing scissor kicks and bicycle. Well, not so much bicycle, but a lot of guys are doing scissors on the side. Mm-hmm. Dubs. They're just not coming off as often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not. Yeah. No, I agree with, um, with what Jimmy and Forrest are saying. Like when Zinchenko, he needs to get up to meet the ball in order to go, to go through it. And the defenders closing him down versus waiting for it to come. And then you have to bend your body away and get your foot over the ball to try to keep it on frame. Mm-hmm. So you jump mm-hmm. up to meet it and then you're able to kind of control the the flight of the ball and get over the ball a little bit. But yeah, I agree. I agree with Jimmy. Like I was never somebody who was trying ridiculous stuff. I was never the most skillful, but at the end of practice, those are some of the best times where you're just messing around. People are practicing their free kicks or you're sending in some corners. And so there's always just a bunch of people right in the mixer, just working on finishes. And, and that's when you, that's when you try stuff, you mess around. And mm-hmm. sometimes it comes off and usually it doesn't, but maybe in the game, then it gives you the confidence to try it. Oh, yeah. And when it comes off, it's legendary. It's, it goes viral. You know? Yeah, it's amazing. What did you say, Jimmy? Straight to the shower. Yeah, that's right. Leave on a high note. You're <laughs> <laughs> all hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> the Adingra goal, uh, Brighton. Sheffield United was amazing too. He I made that run. That you didn't see it? Oh, you got to have a look at it. He, he breaks through, beats about four players. Then it's a little give and go. And and then he finishes. It's absolutely brilliant goal. But it wasn't a winner because in the end, the Blades came back to tie up Brighton, who are struggling right now. And it's also, as I mentioned before, it's all the referees' faults. Um, what else do we have here? Um, oh, and Bobby got a hat-trick this weekend, by the way. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Hmm. Mm. Who is that against, yeah, Charms? I don't know. I have no idea. Right, but, exactly. <laughs> Luis Enrique, his manager says, so, so Bobby gets a hat-trick, and his manager, Enrique, says, I'm not very happy with Killian today. Oh, God. See? Jesus. Yeah. Why? Because oh, managers yeah. are so Big strange. time Charlie. Yeah, exactly. Big time Charlie. Attitude. Why would you want to take, take him over Holland, who's asking Henri about, you know, I want, I want your opinion, Thierry. Like, give me your opinion. I want to be better. No, Mbappe, you know, he, he's not chasing uh, defenders down. He's not closing down. That's basically what he's saying. He's not working hard enough. When does Haaland close people down? When does he defend? Apart from in the box in a set piece. He's too busy. Well, his manager's not that about him, though, is he? <laughs> <laughs> but so, so the quote is, he goes, so I'm not very happy with Killian today. Why? Because managers are so strange about goals. I have nothing to say. I have no complaints, but I think he can help the team a lot in a different way because he's so important. I'm going to tell him first. And after that, I will never tell you because it's not public. We think (laughs) Killian is one of the top players in the world, no doubt about that, but we need more and we want him doing more things. That's my opinion. Jesus Christ. That's tough, right? I mean, also shut up, you know, like he's yeah. going public yeah. with a message that he's like, I'm That's, not going to tell you after the fact, yeah, just exactly. talk to him about it. That was it. not required, right? Yeah. Right, not right. Required. That was not required. <laughs> <laughs> it was not required. How about West Ham beating, yep. beating Jimmy's Forest? Craigers yeah. team over, for, uh, over Forest. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was, a pretty, that was a good, decent game. Were you excited? Did you watch it? I watched the second half, or I was flipping around all over the place. 
Yeah. Word prowse on the set pieces again, hey? Mm-hmm. He's so good. Isn't Pretty that? good. Pretty good. He is. His delivery is free. I can't believe it. What did they pick him up for? 20 million, 25? It wasn't dirt cheap. Yeah, I forget now. In dirt cheap. Modern terms. Is, yeah. And Areola was great. He was the kid. <laughs> Who doesn't like an Areola? <laughs> what a tit. <laughs> he tends to dress things up, though. He really milks it. He does. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's all sick of We're coming back to the to the breasts. Yep. Thank you. Thank right. you very much. <laughs> um, that's a good segue, actually, into the NWSL final. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what? what it is <laughs> Gotham a city that doesn't exist they win they beat Rain Dubs you saw this one very good you saw this one uh, I did Rapinos uh, farewell and it lasted what three minutes yeah non-contact injury just oh. terrible did it look I didn't see it but I saw her I saw her lying down did she do one of those running down the field, looking behind her like someone kicked her? If you, because you said it was an Achilles, right? You thought, yep. And and she said as well. I mean, it has uh, to be confirmed by an MRI, but she 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 felt it go. I hate that one. Yeah, I never did it. My God, like what a what a horrific injury! But it, it was she was she's playing left wing, so she goes to put pressure. It comes from the goalkeeper back to the the defender and she just goes to accelerate and kind of get her cleats into the ground to sort of propel her forward and slips and then just sits down and Rose Lavelle comes over and she's just incredulous, just kind of smiling and, and, and laughing almost because she's just like, yeah, it's done. But there's an interesting quote. So Midge purse for, for Gotham was unbelievable. She got the MVP, the player or the, the championship MVP. She just was running riot on that right flank, just destroying people. Like their first goal, she beats three players. She she makes the first one, goes around the second, dances around the third, and then uh, cuts it back to Lynn Williams for for the finish. But she said post game, so everybody I think was thrown because the narrative going in was um, Ali Krieger, a longtime U.S. national team stalwart, playing with um, playing with Gotham versus. Um, Megan Rapino playing for Rain, and that when the two of them kind of facing off against each other. So then the air goes out of that really early with Rapino going down, and then apparently there was a Rain player who was in tears on the pitch. I think everybody was reeling, but there was a player in in tears. And Midge Purse says to one of her teammates, "Is like let's fucking go at her." Like she saw <laughs> she was rattled, and uh, she was rattled. Be- sorry, she was rattled because of Rapino's injury. Yeah. Oh, okay. So and she doesn't name the player, which is which is clever on her part. But I wonder if it was the player that she was she was up against playing, uh, you know, playing left back because she just destroyed her the entire game, had her in her pocket. We now know what turns Amy Walsh on. <laughs> what tears, tears, <laughs> and aggressiveness, finding weakness. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when one of your, one of your kids cries, do you tell the yeah, others? She's like, like fucking going. <laughs> 
Fuck you guys. You know what? This is this is blatant sexism. If you guys were talking about a, a men's game where exactly the same thing happened and a player was happen. like, this player Are looks scattered or this player looks vulnerable, we're going to go at him. That is untrue. No if, I, if I saw Jimmy no crying on the field, blatant sexism. Don't pull question, that card. A questionable reaction from you guys. Person. By the way, you're too much fucking crying in the game today, by the way. Way too much crying in the game today. It's a, a dude crying every week, it seems, from a yeah. bad performance, being subbed off. Way too much. I think it's good. Why? Show weakness? It's not showing weakness. It's it's being human. <laughs> Show that you care. It comes out in different ways. Some people are, are rage-filled. That was more my bag. <laughs> <laughs> rage-filled. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. When I see a, when I see a guy on the bench crying because he got subbed off, I'm not having that. I'm sorry, it's not doing it. But what about post game? That's how we've seen it more often, right? Yeah. I'm fine with it. Do you guys? If you lose is one it? thing, but like lose a World Cup final, you cry all you want. You lose a game in November against Burnley. Come mm-hmm. on, suck it up. Are you? Are, is there an example? Was someone crying recently? No, yeah, it's been every crying. week. Nobody oh, loses to Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I would be crying. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's a bad example. Charvis is making shit up again. No, 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 it wasn't Burnley. But there's been this season, it seems every week there's someone crying on the bench. And okay, listen, if you do your Achilles, it's one thing. Or Neymar was crying when he did his uh, knee. Yeah. Okay, I kind of get that. Your season's done. You know, you know what it all means. But Not only that, it hurts. <laughs> it really hurt. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I blew yeah, my I ACL out. It, it's, it did, did you cry, though? Did you cry? I could have cried. But you didn't, though, it, did you? Well, I, I would have It's liked okay, it. Dan. You can say you cried. I, I didn't, but... What about I, your vasectomy? I, did you cry in your vasectomy? Over and over and over again. I can see that being a reason to cry. <laughs> No, sorry, I'm being uh, a heartless bastard. I guess you can cry. Also, right we shifted away from the NWSL oh, sorry. talk yeah. to crying. Well, you started. <laughs> I'm not really. No, I didn't. No, I'm pretty sure did you did. I? Yeah, I guess. I you, did. Yeah, you, you mentioned the girl crying, and then this fucking get her, and you, you kind of got really excited. Yeah. What was your biggest takeaway from the NWSL, uh, uh, other than Rapino and uh, the All Star performance by what was her Rieger. name? Image purse. purse. Yeah. Yeah, was she was takeaway? terrific. Lynn Williams is the first player. She's won four NWSL championships now. Mm. Um, so she was terrific. Um, I think it was the individual performances. Um, I actually sent Jimmy a note because Jimmy really like, likes uh, Bon Matty. And so I was telling him how good Rose Laval was in that game. And also, Jimmy only knows one player on the U.S. women's <laughs> national team. That's Alex Morgan. So it's like, Jimmy... <laughs> This is Rose Lavelle. Get to know her. She's excellent. But she was tremendous. So like in individual performances, Midge Purse for Gotham and, and Lavelle for Rain. <laughs> Am I wrong, Jimmy? No, I thought I thought it was a singer you were talking about. <laughs> Rose Lavelle, yes. Tony could be I a sort of the link. jazzy singer. She yeah. does like this Zidane-esque move in between two players and, and gets out of a the, this tight spot. And then actually Rain should have, it should have been the equalizer, but the player can't finish it. She sends like an outside of the boot pass um, that, that breaks the line and gets the player in behind and is comes in on net and can't finish it. But uh, but Quinn came on as a sub, didn't really influence the game. I thought Jordan Heidema played okay. 
uh, not great. But uh, but yeah, Gotham was just too good. But that's a great story too. That organization, everything that they have done, they were last place last year, mm. and then they just won the NWSL championship. Presumably, the crowd was packed. It was a packed stadium. Twenty five thousand, a little more than twenty five thousand. I just you know the TV numbers yet? Batman and Robins everywhere. I no, I don't know TV numbers. No, I come out today probably. I'm Remember, we were talking about the broadcast. Massive, yeah, yeah. You put out yeah. that sixty million dollar uh, broadcast over, rights, right, deal, right? Over four years, but their previous deal was, was one point five million. So uh, that's a massive, massive. So jump. ten times the amount. More than that. Correct. I don't think your math is good. But you <laughs> said it was for over four years at one point five, and no, now it's fifteen million for four years per year. No, sixty oh, million 16 per year. year. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said over four years, sixty million. So no, it's sixty, 60 million, million times four, two hundred and forty million dollars over the next four years. Mm. I see. I'm sorry. Yep. Now, what percentage also, increases that? There would be no math. <laughs> uh, that percentage increase is seven hundred and three. Three, I thought, yeah, so I thought. Yes. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. That, I mean, that is ask me a half Asian guy who failed out of great <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. My dad would be proud. You got the wrong half. I did. <laughs> now um, Jesse, Fleming scored, Jesse Fleming scored for Chelsea this mm-hmm. weekend as well. Yep, uh, do, you see the, well. do you see that Federico DiMarco goal for Inter Milan? It was pretty sweet from about halfway line on the sideline. Over the keeper is incredible. Great goal. Um, anything else you want to get to? Uh, by the way, our parlays did not come through surprisingly. That's what however, I wanted to get to. Yeah. However, we, we had a, a nine-match parlay to piss off the supporters <laughs> club. We actually got six right. Oh! And usually we have six-game parlays we don't get right. So I consider that a success. Right. Well, they were pretty <laughs> – look, we weren't going to win with AFC born in the mouth. I mean. <laughs> The born the mouth, <laughs> worry in the mouth, the mouth of the born. They, I mean that, that we, we're going to lose on that immediately, right? Like that was one of our picks, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me find out what we did get wrong. The weekend no, was over club put on two out of three wrong, so they can get off their big time Charlie chair. Yes. <laughs> hey, I need I need some winners. Come on. you're getting getting buried in that puma it'll be so thin by the time in like 15 years it'll all be worn down there's enough polyester in it it'll probably be around it'll be i'll be all gone and it'll be just laying there it'll be the starter (laughs) fluid it'll be the starter fluid for you we'll get you going on that Um, canada's men's national team uh next this week right Mm mm-hmm and the women's uh, matches out in Vancouver. Get your tickets for BC Place. December 5th was that game, right? That is still not sold out. That's and, correct. And our Amy Walsh and our Craig Forrest may be out there at the same time supporting. Mm-hmm. So game in Victoria first, right? On the 1st of December? Are you going to, are you going to try and go to both, uh, Craig? I'm going to try to, yeah. Good. And Amy, when do you yeah. get out there so everyone knows to start looking for your you and your toque? If you and my toque, yeah. yeah. I think I fly out Umbrella. Um, the Monday is the 4th, so I'll be out there then. Okay. Yeah. Are you 17 men lost to Spain 2 nothing in the under-17 World Cup? Yeah. Spain did you guys see the, uh, see the turnout for the TFC uh, end of season? Oh, we have conference? to talk about that JMO memes going around. Nesker's putting them in every oh my god is it nesker so good yeah 
there was the one of JMO in his chair at the press conference <laughs> being hoisted up when TFC won in 2017, <laughs> but JMO's at the top of the pile. <laughs> and my favorite one is The Last Supper. <laughs> yeah. 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 In there. That's yeah. the best one going. Three, uh, apparently three reporters were there. Now, I'm going to do some digging today before we criticize too much, but I didn't get on the mailing list. I know other people didn't get any invite to that end-of-season press conference, which doesn't look good. Um, Usually it's open to whoever. We were on the mailing list last spring because I remember getting something when the season started. So at Mm -hmm. some point, either we have been removed from the mailing list or we were not mailed. So, yeah, no, I mean, I've, I've been getting them all season. I've been on right. the list all season, including the media availabilities. And then I didn't get that one. And I'm not the only one that didn't get it. So anyway, I'll, before we criticize, I'm going to do some digging today and get the official response. Because you would like to think that they would keep it open to all media. It's just an oversight. Otherwise, that doesn't paint a good picture at all. Quite interesting, actually. Mm, it's it's uh, very interesting. Yeah, like that means they went through their mailing list and uh, individually emailed people, or number two, yep. they didn't send it out to anyone um, other, and those guys just showed up with smiles on their face, ready to cover it. Yeah, which could be the other. Maybe you know. Some interns about to get fired. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> but you wait anyway. 20 oh, days to do week? your postmortem? Like, mm-hmm. that's fucked. Like, it's that's just ridiculous. It's yeah, that's ridiculous. on the organization. That's unacceptable. Well, yeah. that's planned, right? Yeah. Well, well and, and they were all there, right? Insignia was there. Bernadeschi was there. We discussed that. Would they show up? They were there. John yep. was they there. They had everyone there. Yeah, yeah apart gonna, from the actual they're media. Gonna get, they're going to yeah. get 300% next year. Did you see that quote? Yeah. I love that one. 300. Yeah. 300. Mm-hmm. That's probably good for 25 points. <laughs> this questionable effort. Yes. <laughs> questionable indeed. All right. On that note. Um, this has been Footy Prime, the podcast. Uh, keep buying newspapers. No, not one. yet. Fubo uh, oh, no. TV. Oh, yeah. FuboTV.com <laughs> slash Footy Prime for all your prem. And Tony Bet to sprinkle. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't like the sprinkling. <laughs> sprinkle pretty well this week. Six out of nine. Not bad. Six out of nine. But it doesn't count. Fucking sprinkling. It's, that's, I love your face. <laughs> that word does something to your face. It makes me happy. That was this the screen grabs that I did of of JC explaining what was it again the wizard's what wizard sleeve the wizard sleeve oh, my oh. god by the way I pulled people I was asking my brothers in law and my sisters like do you guys know what this is my sisters are like no I've never heard of it my brothers in law yes we know I'm like okay. <laughs> 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 All right, we'll talk to you. Hey, I'm sorry, is there a broadcast this week? There isn't Tuesday, right? Yes, recording Tuesday. Uh, we're Monday, yeah, so tomorrow morning. All right, so releasing uh, Look Around Tuesday midday to uh, dinner time for broadcast movies. <laughs> <laughs> what, why are you making that face? Listen, everybody, Brian, bye. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG. Release. The release. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I'll take release 10 times out of 10 over sprinkle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to go.
Have a good day, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 